Hi everyone, Sunny here. Uh, this is this is sort of weird and fun. Um, I just now posted the first part of the two-part episode of the Keep Singing podcast for Bethel Smut Week, and I was just going to go ahead and you know kind of take a break and then record the next one and kind of let that be that. But I just I don't know. I'm feeling like spreading myself, kind of like I said last night. So not only will I be writing some porn today. But I also just, one of the things I talked about in the podcast was I said, if you don't push yourself as a writer, then you're not going to get better. So I was thinking one of the ways in which I've sort of been starting to push myself as a reader is to do stuff that would normally feel awkward and be kind of difficult and just a a place where I'm kind of out of my comfort zone. And reading smut's been one of those things for a couple of different reasons. One of them being, aside from just sort of, oh my goodness, like I'm blushing all over, one of them being uh, voices and, and noises. And that's something I'm still working on. So I, I recommended uh, Say the Word by Evelina, which just got written, and it's fucking amazing, and you should go read it if you haven't. But then I started thinking about it, and one of the things about it that is really especially hot is that no sex actually happens. It's just talking, which is hot because it's different and it's hot because it's so focused on the imagination. And I mean, that's automatically, I think, going to be especially erotic. So I thought I really like this fic a lot. Everybody seems to really like it a lot. It's so heavy on the voice because it's all dialogue. What if I tried to read it? And this is a stretch for me because reading dialogue isn't something I do a whole lot of because it's just a different kind of reading than than non-dialogue prose. But I think it might be fun. And I, I, if nothing else, I don't think it's going to be a disaster. So I'm going to go ahead and give it a shot. And hopefully it won't be a complete disaster. I mean, if, if it's a disaster, you're not hearing it because I won't have posted it. Because I have some sense of shame left. So so I'm just going to dive into it. Um, this is Say the Word by Evelina. If you care, the text version is on AO3. And the summary is Daryl, Beth, a cold night, a warm barn, and a game of words that gets out of hand. Uh, This is canon divergent post alone. Uh, Beth doesn't get kidnapped. And it's in response to a direct prompt for Bethel Smut Week. And the prompt is, how about Bethel talking about sex very explicitly, but not actually doing the deed? And one of the other reasons why I think this is really kind of interesting is that talking in a really explicit way is something that I don't actually think would come all that naturally to these characters. And one of the reasons why I think it works here is that their relationship at this point seems to me to be comfortable and close enough that it isn't unnatural. So yeah. So yeah, I think it works great. And here it is. Say the word by Evelina. How about potato chips? Beth asked, fiddling with her knife and a little piece of wood. Have we done that yet? Daryl tossed another log on their fire, which they could afford to do here in this old barn. Did snack foods a while back. Pick something else. She pursed her lips, eyes tipping up in that messy blonde head of hers as she thought. Um, shoe brands? That one made him scoff. That's gonna start and end at these boots. You're no fun, Beth groused, though he knew she was only teasing. A couple of minutes passed. Daryl stared into the flames of their fire and turned the rabbit on its spit, listened to the crackle of burning wood, the sizzle of dripping fat off a surprisingly plump rabbit, and the snick of Beth's knife as she whittled something across the fire. Okay, I got one we haven't done. Daryl looked up to find her looking very wide-eyed at him. Spit it out, then, girl. 
She blinked, very slowly, took a breath, and squared her shoulders like she was preparing to argue some important point. Instead of that, though, she offered just one word. Sex. His turn to blink slowly now. What? Beth shrugged, those dainty little shoulders of hers lifting up toward her ears and sinking back down. We haven't done that. He about choked on his tongue before she clarified. The game, she said, rolling her eyes at him. You know, the one where we come up with as many words as we can on the topic? Well, we haven't done sex. He finally got his mouth working again as Beth stared at him expectantly. What do you know about sex? Any other person in Beth's position might get offended, but not Beth. No, she only laughed, a downright dirty-sounding one at that. More than you think, Casanova. All right, so she had him there, right to the tips of his flaming ears. I don't know. Oh, come on, Daryl, she said, switching from dirty to put on whiny in the span of one pounding heartbeat. Live a little. Fine. The heat in his ears spread down to his cheeks, and he was thankful for the shroud of darkness to hide in. You go first, then, if you're such an expert. It was Beth's turn to flush. He could see it beating in her cheeks from here. But she squared her shoulders again and proceeded to open up a chasm in the floor just big enough to swallow him whole. Jimmy ate me out in the barn once. His first thought before he fell through the floor was just once. Then he came to his fucking senses and realized she was laughing at him because that's not how the game was supposed to go. It was supposed to be just words, which was bad enough. Not a tick sheet of all the shit they'd done. Beth, well, he tried to, she continued, and would this dirt floor just hurry up and bury him already? He couldn't find my Beth! She smirked like the devil and finished her sentence. Clitoris. Oh, fucking hell. A delicate clearing of a deceptively dirty little throat. Then, it's your turn. Fucking hell times two. He glared at her through the flames, the ones from their fire and the ones in his face. It was entirely possible this little blonde woman smiling far too sweetly at him actually had more to say about this than he did. Not a major feat by any means, but an unexpected one. As unexpected as this game, which he should not be attempting to play. Yet he found himself scouring his brain for something to throw back at her, return the favor with a bit of shock value. Ah, well, now that'd work. All right, he said, meeting her expectant gaze and the challenge therein. Riding a motorcycle, the way it vibrates gets me so fucking hard. Beth's eyes got very wide and she let out a very soft little giggle. You rode my sister on that bike. Daryl snorted. Yeah, well, your sister ain't got my cock in her sights, does she? Oh, that was well played. Beth's mouth popped open and her eyes got even wider. But then she spoke and effectively stole back the lead. Daryl, I think everyone has your cock in their sights. Back to choking on his tongue, except, well, she walked into that one, didn't she? Got something you want to confess there, girl? He hadn't thought her cheeks could get any redder, but they did. Clearly, despite the dark and orange glow of the fire. She shrugged, though, and flicked her gaze somewhere just over his left shoulder. You got those arms, she said, as though that explained everything. Makes a girl wonder what else you got that's worth ogling. Works real good for inspiration. She lost him there, clearly, and smirked the look on his face as she explained. For masturbating, Daryl, you know what that is, right? You mean you... He just stared at her across the fire, cleared his throat again and racked his brain for something else to say but coming up empty. Fuck! Oh, like you don't know, she said, shaking her head and grinning in a self-conscious little way. Come on, be honest. How many people do you fuck in the guard tower? 
Anne had sex since before the world ended, Beth, he said, speaking before he could stop himself. Something constricted inside his chest, but when he looked up at her, she wasn't smirking or gloating or anything like that. No, she had her head tilted delicately to one side as she studied his face. When she spoke, her voice was soft, barely audible over the fire's crackling. Why not? He could probably lie at this point, but he didn't really want to. Not with Beth, anyway. So he shrugged, glanced down at his boots. Never liked it much before, and I... He cleared his throat, willing down the squirming gathered there. You know. You know. You know I ain't good with people. You know I don't like being touched unless... Fuck, unless it's you. You know, Beth. You know. He didn't notice her come around to join him on his side of the fire until her arm butted up against his. I know, she said, and leaned her head over until it rested on his shoulder. Should we play something else? She was giving him an out, bless her good fucking heart. But, and this was as much a surprise to him in the moment as it was going to be to her, he wanted exactly the opposite. Reaching around behind her, he grabbed her ponytail and gave it a gentle tug, which made her pop her head back up to look at him. Nah, he said, holding her gaze as he slowly drew his hand down to the end of her gathered hair. I'd do a better job with my hand anyway. Beth let out another one of those soft little giggles and swept her tongue across her bottom lip. Why use your own spit when you can use someone else's? What do you know about that, Beth Green? He asked, tugging her hair again, this time a little sharper. Well, she said, making an effort to sound like a proper southern lady, I always got Jimmy gone off like a rocket, and I could get Zack to make these amazing noises whenever I sucked his cock. Jesus Christ, Daryl breathed. Beth laughed around the thumb she'd now stuck in her mouth. That's what Jimmy always said. He was pretty sure his eyes rolled around his head at least twice. What he wasn't sure about was why it took this long for him to start getting hard, but now that the blood started flowing, it seemed to be making up for lost time. That ain't fair, Daryl said, finding his voice after all. Boy gets lost in your cunt and you blow him anyway? That's a filthy word, Daryl Dixon, Beth said, pushing it astern him with a pointy little finger, pointedly ignoring his statement, too. What is? he asked, poking her right back. Up this close, he was pleased to see how fast the flush rose up along her neck and into her cheeks. That word? It was his turn to laugh now, considering she'd done all this stuff, but it was a word that flustered her the most. Gotta say it, Green. Beth scowled at him, even as she fought an embarrassed little smile. She licked her lips again, opened and closed her mouth a couple of times, and finally took a deep breath and whispered, Cunt. She was fucking adorable as hell with her spit-shine lips and her hot pink cheeks. Now use it in a sentence. All right, she said, breathing a little harder all of a sudden, staring at him with an intense sort of gaze he couldn't break away from if he tried. That word is so filthy that when you say it, Daryl Dixon, my cunt gets so fucking wet. Some sound came out of his mouth in response to that, but Daryl couldn't have said what, because most of his attention was split between Beth's filthy fucking grin and the pain of his cock straining against a zipper. Without even caring that she could see him, Daryl adjusted himself in his jeans, watching as her gaze flicked down to what his hand was doing, then back up to his face. Daryl didn't know where the words were coming from, but they rumbled out of his mouth like a force that couldn't be contained. Wet enough to touch yourself? Beth let out a shaky little breath and shifted against the log they were sitting on. Wet enough that I don't have to. His tongue felt as though it got at least four times thicker than it ought to be. And how wet is that? She swallowed hard and blinked at him. Wet enough to change your mind? She already had, long before they ever delved into this conversation, but he wasn't going to let her know that. 
Instead, he palmed himself through the denim, arching into his own hand to carry on with this sweet torture for just a little bit longer. Yeah? How are you going to do that? I'd suck your cock, she said, gaze flicking down to where he was still touching himself. Except you're hard enough that I don't have to. Maybe. A shudder rolled through his body as he gazed at her, her big eyes with the pupils blown wide. Oh, girl. Maybe I want to taste you first. Maybe I'd let you, she whispered, rocking a little against the log. As long as you ain't gonna get lost in my cunt. Jesus fucking Christ. Can't promise I wouldn't, he said, drawing his own tongue along his lip, leaning a little closer to her. Not because I couldn't find what I was looking for. She made a sound that was halfway between a giggle and a moan and leaned in, too. You an expert on licking pussy, Mr. Dixon? Moving closer now, he shook his head, dropped his gaze down to where she was busy working the seam of those tight-as-hell jeans against her clit. I'm a quick learner. You make me come so hard, she said, eyes drifting shut now as her forehead met his. I come all over your face. And I'd lick you off my lips like grape jelly, Daryl replied, drawing his thumb across her lip as he spoke. Beth laughed, a gravelly, breathy thing which washed warm over his face. I'd help. Of course you would, dirty girl, he teased, bucking into his hand as she bit down on his thumb. Fuck, Beth. I don't want to play anymore, Daryl, Beth whispered. He groaned. Me either. He knew what she was going to say even before she laughed, but he let her say it anyway. What changed your mind? Oh, girl, he breathed, finding the answer for her at last. You... So yeah, I hope you enjoy that. I did. I really enjoyed this fic. It seems like a lot of other people did too. So I will be back in not too long with yet more porn. Uh, Thank you for listening, if you did, and I'll see you soon.